right, guys, welcome to episode 187 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s and all time. And those are Mr. Mastrangelo, Masters of the Universe, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Star Wars. Ah, yeah. So far, just me and Rock, uh, Mark Haddock, should be joining us shortly. I think uh, Lotus is passing on today. I know Sundays are kind of rough for him, so that's why we've been doing Monday casts as well. Um, And hopefully, Jay's working on joining us. He's having some technical difficulties, so uh, we may have a full show, or it may just be me and the Rockster, so... Um, all right, let me, uh, let me share my screen up in this joint share screen. Oh, he's probably here. having as much technical difficulties as my hair is having. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's good. that's why I have yeah. Lucha Libre farting dad today. Cause I have some <laughs> Liberace Elvis hair going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I buried, I buried the lead on there, but that oh, you got the, you got the most awesome Lucha Libre mask I've ever seen. It'll be pretty funny when, uh, when people click on, they see me with this thing on. <laughs> All right. Well, if you would like to kick it with us, you can do that. Uh, for uh, um, Rock, where can people find you? You can find me on Facebook in the group, and you can find me on the YouTube's Rock the Farting Dad. And you can also check out my eBay page, Seller Ideas, Rock DM. Oh, yeah. That's a good one to promote. I should I should be rocking that, too. I think I don't know what my pay. I mean, my username is Jason Spiller, all one word. So, um, let's see. If you want to follow me, you can find me at Facebook.com/slash Open Your Toys. You can hit me up on Instagram at Slick McFavor, and then I've got email Slick at OpenYourToys.com. Now, see, I'm like, aren't I missing things? No, that's. So if you want to kick it with us outside as a group, our favorite place to do that nowadays is YouTube, man. We've got live chat going right now. So if you're watching and you want to chime in on anything we're talking about, uh, hopefully Rock will keep an eye on that (laughs) and let us know when people have some comments. Uh, We've got our Facebook group and our Facebook page. Uh, this is all found at OpenYourToys.com. Our Facebook group is Facebook.com slash group slash OpenYourToys. And our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash OpenYourToysCast. You can also uh, listen to us on iTunes, uh, Google Play. You can subscribe through an RSS feed and hear us on Stitcher Smart Radio as well. And then if you want to support the show, just click on this Amazon link or this eBay link whenever you shop there. And we will get a few pennies of your hard-earned money. Well, not of your hard-earned money, of Amazon or eBay's hard-earned money. All right. Let's see. Um, we also have a team email at team at openyourtoys.com or voicemail at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. Here, that might help a little bit. Let's see. All right, Mr. Mastrangelo, what are you drinking, sir? I have a cup of coffee 
It's uh, Hampton's Watermill Roast. It's a medium body coffee with one sweet and lonesome half and half. Nice. Is that a is that a local a local coffee? Yes, it's. Uh, I want to support my local businesses. They have five or six different coffee shops, but obviously due to the circumstances right now, they're closed. So what they did is they had a deal that if you bought um, whole bags of beans, they would give you a, a deal. So you know, I got four bags for thirty dollars ship, where they're normally like fifteen or sixteen dollars a pound. Nice. So yeah, help keep the local business going, get a good deal on coffee. It's a win win for everybody. And then you got to grind your own. Yeah, I love grinding my own beans. There you, you know, it's nice. fresh. Yeah, it's my Sunday thing. I was nice going to say. <laughs> uh, uh, I think if I were a coffee drinker, I'd definitely be a grind your own kind of guy. Yeah. So I feel uh, a little bit more connected that way. Exactly. Well, and I, uh, what's funny is. I'm I'm hoping it looks like we've got a, a couple watchers on with us right now, uh, but I messed up. I I scheduled I scheduled the live broadcast through YouTube, and what I need to do is schedule it through Streamyard because when I or Streamyard uh, because when I started the Streamyard stream, it, it doubled it up. I had, we had two live streams going at the same time. So gotcha. I, I will hopefully get better at that. Um, but for me, at least, I, I am supporting local as well. I am uh, drinking Denver Beer Company's Princess Yum Yum Raspberry Gulch. And uh, I had a choice between this and uh, this and uh, Sour Apricot. And I figured Princess Yum Yum would have been the funnier one to drink on the show. <laughs> I would have gone with that one too. <laughs> and I love it. This is this is a pretty uh, pretty common one uh, uh, out here in Denver. You can get in tap at get on tap in bars and that kind of stuff. And it's always fun to order. Can I get a large uh, Princess Yum Yum, please? So Brian Brinks joining us. What up, Brinkalizer? Thank you for joining us. Glad to have you. Um, all right. Oh, let me see if this has any. No, made with real raspberries. And it's got there. Oh, here we go. Because your stepsisters are bitches. That's... <laughs> <laughs> they make one for mother-in-laws. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, so first up, uh, virtual Joe Con. That's right. Uh, What's on Joe Mind is going to be doing a virtual con over uh, between May 4th and Saturday, May 10th. Uh, and you'll be getting one star studded panel per day. So I think that's going to be cool. I'm definitely going to chime into that. Uh, nice way to still get your get your con on in this uh in this environment. Let's see. Can I blow up Facebook? Oh, yeah. Uh, so go support those guys. This is just a post on our page, but it's just shared from uh, the What's on Joe Mind uh, website page. And they're also doing a uh, doing a fundraiser. Uh, looks like uh, raising money for the World's Central Kitchen, an organization that provides meals to first responders and displaced victims from all manner of tragedies uh, that's been 
busting it double time in the face of COVID. So will will there be a four hundred dollar virtual box set with many <laughs> re, with, with many repainted figures or no? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They should they should do like a picture version of it, you know, and, and then it could and then Lotus could collect that. Exactly. <laughs> and then everybody could still bitch about it. Yeah, the first picture suck. <laughs> oh, come on, Hasbro, really? Kid Bash and repaint it again, really? <laughs> um, let's see. The next uh, Black Series Deluxe has been confirmed via Target system, uh, $44.99 for a Dagobah Luke with Yoda. So, this is cool. Um, um, it's it's not my favorite. The training scene's never been my favorite scene from Star Wars. Um, but I think if it's packaged well, you know, it would definitely... I've gotten every Yoda they've ever put out in the Black series, and I'm not the hugest of Luke fans. Um, so if it's packaged well and looks good in the package, this is probably a purchase and just keep in the box for me. Well, if it's anything like the last one when they did Chewbacca with the C-3PO, it might mm. actually look pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Because you yeah. got to imagine it's about the same thing, right? It's a character carrying somebody in a backpack, a backpack on the yeah. back. Yeah. And you never know. Maybe when they just did all the child figures they had running in the factory, maybe it was kind of a similar you – know, I don't know. Maybe it had something to do with that as well. Like you're making yeah. another – maybe a reuse part of that. I don't know. Uh, probably knows? not. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say he's he's quite a bit smaller. Sworn, he's only yeah. like an inch and a quarter, even in Black Series. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I was just thinking at first, and I realized now nah, they're probably not doing. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, rock. Um, all right. Next up, uh, maps confirm four Earth Rise waves. I put wave, but. Uh, so uh taking a taking a look at uh the graphic here so we've got these first ones have been uh this wave 1 here so we've got the grapple and the hoist and star scream and all of that and so it looks like as they reveal this map we're going to get uh our our look at additional waves which is cool because they're putting the leaders on here too so it'd be great to get get if we get four waves of leaders and voyagers along with the deluxes. Interesting. Couldn't take it anymore, huh? Too sweaty. Yeah, it's getting a little, <laughs> it's getting a little hot in there. <laughs> Plus I want to drink my coffee. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask too. I was like, do you have a straw to drink your coffee with? <laughs> Screw the Liberace hair. I think you look good, dude. You, I've I've been watching I've been watching a lot of '80s and a lot. I've been watching a few surfing documentaries, and I think you you look right in there on the North Shore, bro. It's like two months since I got a haircut, <laughs> so it's it's driving me nuts right now. Yeah, just because just because uh, dad is looking pretty shabby and he was a biker so he used to have the long braid down to his ass and shit and uh but since he's cut it short and, and now he's like it's driving me crazy because it it is it's in that weird spot it's not long enough to look cool and it's you know not short enough to look cool do you know that meme with the guy from ancient aliens Giorgio Sukulos or 
I can't pronounce his name, but I do this thing where I, I mess up my hair. My hair is like out to here. And I go, <laughs> it's not aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> uh, we got 46 and 2 joining us live. Welcome, welcome, sir. Welcome back. Um, and uh, Mark, Mr. Mark Haddock from Down Under is ready to join us. Let's uh, add that sucker nice. in. Hola, Mark. Buenos tardes. Morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? Good. Good about How you? about you? Um, yeah, not too bad. <laughs> right. It's an well, early morning start. I was a bit caught off guard. <laughs> no, I know. That's what we were talking about right before we get in. I was like, Mark said he was going to join us. And Rock was reminding me that it's, what, 7.30 in the morning there for you? Uh, 8.30. Mm. Oh, it's not too so. bad. We were both wrong, Rock. I thought it was nine there for you. He thought it was seven. So, yep. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. I was just doing some morning things before I jumped on. So, yeah, all good. All right. Well, we've only uh, we've only hit the first couple thing in, in toy news here, uh, but it, since you missed it, uh, virtual JoeCon May fourth through the tenth. What's on Joe Mind is going to be uh, spearheading star studded a star-studded panel each day during that time period. Oh, okay. It's good to see that um, even though conventions can't be gone to, that at least they're doing some attempt to put something out for people. Yeah, and those guys know all of the all the voice actors and all the all the important people in the Joe community. So it looks like uh, the Brinkalizer says that uh, he's looking like Yahoo serious right now. <laughs> <laughs> now was now was Yahoo serious like like a really popular guy there before he made the crossover into America, or was that a completely Americanized Australian thing? I'll I'll be honest with you. Other than the what two movies or three movies he put out i'd never i'd never heard of the guy beforehand and i've never heard of him since so <laughs> i reckon he would have been famous for about 20 minutes exactly <laughs> well my favorite thing out of australia right now is sushi mango there are four guys to do ethnic dads and it is i love it, it oh like i didn't practical. realize they're australia i follow them on youtube too oh, I, I love, love those guys they do the ethnic dads one's supposed to be greek one's supposed to be Italian, one's supposed to be think like Irish. Oh, I love those guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's look them up if you haven't seen them. They're fun, fun short skits, very offensive if <laughs> if you're if you're uh if you're a snowflake, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, think, I, think, I think the wife's actually checked him out a couple times and she she tends to laugh a bit cuz especially with the Italian one cuz it does sound like her old man. <laughs> so he's pre- he's pretty spot on with that. Those guys remind me of everybody I grew up with in Queens. So to me, that's why I, I don't. I love yeah, them. that's why I was like, oh, they're Australian because they do. They just seem like they're out of New York or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, so we're uh, taking a look at the uh, Joe Declassified in hands. I'm going to keep blowing these things up. So. Yeah, after after the show last week, I really kind of took a hard look at my snake eyes, and I really like this one. Um, just a few silver accents on them, 
Um, so I'm glad that I, I got both because I do like I do like the look of that exclusive set that Pulse put out. But he looks really good here. I don't know about that red spot at the top of his visor. That's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, still can't. Like this Duke would look great if his gold wasn't gun or his gold wasn't gun. His gun wasn't gold and he didn't have shin pads and knee pads. Like, or maybe he's going to go play deck hockey afterwards. <laughs> um, let's see. And then, yeah, we get the. Uh, we get a uh, roadblock here and again, looking good. Cause you can't see all that bullshit gold that they put on them. Um, look at the sides of the packages. Cool to see roadblock stands taller than the rest. Again, the Destro just looks fucking spot on. I love that Destro. Yeah. It's probably the best one of the lot. Yeah. And they're growing on me, you know, and I, and I've seen comments, I've seen comments both ways. I've seen, you know, especially based on this, this post, like people saying, yep, the, these are garbage, you know, like these aren't my Joes. And then people kind of more in my boat where eh, I'm warming up to them, you know, they're not as bad as I thought they'd be, but pretty strong consensus that Snake Eyes and Destro are definitely the best out of those. I mean, they're not necessarily my favorite, but I wouldn't say they're garbage or they're terrible. I mean, there's some things where I would like different weapon choices, maybe color them a little bit different, but I wouldn't say they're horrible or terrible. They're just, you know, they're a little bit different. They're kind of in the middle between what I expected and what we got. It's just they're not full vintage, but they're, you know, they had to make them somewhere in the middle. I, I yeah. get what they're doing. They're not going to have these come with realistic weapons and try to sell them mass market. Yeah, and the and and uh, people conjecturing that there's got to be there's got to be media behind this, like they've got to be doing a new cartoon or something like that to to really redo the looks like this, and that, that's definitely a strong possibility. I it, it could be planned, and they're not rolling it out yet because they don't want to spoil it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably something down down the line. Um, Mayfix, last one to the party here, uh, finally announced their, uh, Mandalorian figure. And this is, this is one, you know, I always talk about that. I, I try to buy one thing from each action figure line just to kind of get a feel for it and understand. And, uh, Mayfix is something I do not, I do not have a Mayfix figure at all. Um, we get a comparison here between the Mayfax and the SH Figure Arts version, which, Jesus, look at, I mean, almost identical there. Again, it looks like they're taking pictures from a magazine or something here of, of the Mayfax one. Um, accessories, pretty much what you would expect. And then I would assume it comes with the child, but it'll be fun. Like I say, what I, what I love doing because I don't buy this high end stuff is I just love waiting until Bobby Skullface gets it or somebody sends him a copy of it, you know, that kind of thing. And, and hearing what people that do collect these high-end figures think of them, you know, because I, I would get this and I'd be like, Oh, this is amazing. And then I would have buyer's remorse because 
it's hard for me to think a six inch figure is $90 amazing kind of thing, you know? And then if you go to like an FYE store, they're like 115. Oh, are they? Jesus. Yeah. I saw that. I wanted to get the John wick one when I went to FYE and I was looking at, and they have an incredible selection. They have all the reaction figures. You don't really see the neck of figures are a little hard to find. And yeah, they carry them there, but they, they even upcharge them even more than usual. Now, for us uh, people that don't have an FYE, what what exactly is that? It is a pop culture store. It's mainly DVDs and music, but they also sell all the Funko stuff. But they also sell, like, the Funko cereal and different other things that you normally just don't find at, like, that section in Target where they have all the pop culture stuff. Like, you'll find, like, the Bootios cereal from the WWE. You'll find, like, uh, Garbage Pail Kids cereal. And and Funko Pops, I mean, that's Jesus, cr- they must have, like, a wall of them. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, and, that- and T-shirts, too, like, pop culture kind of shirts. It's a nice store, but everything's, unfortunately, very, very overpriced. Yeah. Well, it's only way a store like that can keep in business, right? Yeah. More rents, you know what I mean? It's it's understood. Did you ever – do you do anything high – I mean, I guess you can – you can consider Lego high end depending on how you collect it, but you do any uh, high end collectibles, Mark? Uh, no, although I have been looking at that Mayfix John Wick character that obviously the rock was talking about as a, as a fan of the movie and stuff, I thought about grabbing one, but yeah, cost wise, it's, you know, you sort of look at it and go, mm, it's a bit on the expensive side. Is it worth yeah. it? So <laughs> it's a bit hard. Yeah, I'm doing the uh, Diamond Select John Wick, the uh, all black suit version, um, because it's it is actually so. Their Bruce Lee and yellow jumpsuit was their like most articulated figure until this John Wick. This John Wick is going to be the most articulated Diamond Select uh, figure ever. So I, I'm down for that. That Bruce Lee figure, I love it. I broke the leg off of my first one. I ordered another one. Even knowing where the weak point was in it, it has a huge freaking stress mark in it. And I can't move its leg. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping they fix that way. It's just the way they they do this really weird. You know how normally a figure will have a, like, say, an old school vintage G.I. Joe figure has a T-bar at the crotch. Yeah. So to add some extra articulation, they put the T-bar on its own hinge right in the middle. Well, it makes the it makes the bar going out to the hip super thin and the tolerances are just all fucked up so if anybody has that yellow jumpsuit bruce lee and hasn't opened it and plans on opening it dude just be super careful with what it god i think it's the right leg left leg was fine you know tolerances were perfect that right leg is just super tight and that first one I got, I literally just tried to pull his leg forward like in a front kick, and it just snapped right off. So, um, all right. Where are we up next here? Jada Prime and Bumblebee. So uh, we talked about this briefly, but, uh, and again, I'm not a big Jada fan. Uh, some of the vehicles are cool. 
Uh, but it looks like they do a Jada cast, if you're interested, on YouTube. Looks like a live streaming kind of thing. Um, let's see. Uh, they confirmed the Optimus Prime will have a light up eyes, limited articulation, of course, and it's going to come with uh, uh, interchangeable accessories, blaster and battle axe, and two different blasters for Bumblebee. Um, so again, kind of cool if you're into that die cast, you know, kind of metal and, and effects. Uh, these are their larger ones, so about four inches on here, which doesn't sound very big, but they're pretty bulky figures. But more so, not my thing at all, but more so if it is your thing, hey, there's actually a Jada cast out there where they're reaching out with information on their stuff. Um, Hasbro Pulse live stream. I'm, I'm actually excited about this. So they've been doing their fan Fridays or fan first Fridays, uh, next, next, uh, week, next Friday, they're going to do a live stream on, on Facebook. They'll be sharing news about your favorite star Wars figure lines. Plus there might be a couple pre-orders as well. So that's kind of cool. I'll I'll well, be I'll be watching those pre-orders. Well, it's a good idea with all of these comic cons being canceled that they really can't make any announcements anywhere. So yeah, or make it like a a big thing. So good idea to do it on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. And 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 people, you know, they had they've been doing this a few weeks now. The this week's was a little lackluster. It was just a video of. Um, the photographer that took the photos of the cosmic ghost rider, which is one of my favorite, like non four franchises toy in a long time. Uh, so people were kind of like, Oh, you know, how, you know, how cheesy is that? I'm like, people, man. I mean, you get something good. You get a couple announcements with some pre-orders and then it's a, and then it's a video of somebody taking photos and people start shitting on it. It's like, give me a prick. You know, they can't put new figures up for pre-order every single week or anything like that, you know, but here we'll be getting some more. Um, and uh here we go here's one for mark um and mark do they do i assume they do may the fourth down there lego promotions like big thing yeah yeah if you if you it's the same old thing you know you order on may the fourth they do do some releases they do have their special gifts that they give away for purchases and stuff like that so mainly online but there's only a one one lego store around or one or two around that actually you can go in and do something obviously we're still waiting on more to come to australia but <laughs> and are they near you or are they in your town uh one's in another state uh the other one is about a 45 minute drive it's not too bad yeah even here we have, we have two of them here in denver um, one's 20 minutes from us and the other one's 30 minutes from us mm. and we're kind of dead center in Denver. And so you can tell like one's way North and one's way South. So, but, uh, so of course, uh, we already talked about the ultimate collector series, a wing, 
uh, Mark, you're saying looks good, but uh, not for you, right? Well, this is it. So uh, currently, obviously, with with my collecting habits, I guess you could call it, I'm a bit more um, selective with what I'm getting. So uh, as cool as this A-Wing is, it doesn't really fit with what I'm doing. So with the Mm. collection as a whole. So, um, yeah, I I don't want to keep falling down that rabbit hole of getting something of everything. So (laughs) (laughs) So I made that mistake before. Yeah, and I'm just not a big not a big uh starship guy um let's see uh they're doing some kind of crazy giveaways again check the show notes openyourtoys.com top of the page if you want to see links to what we're talking about and actually do some research on your own uh but uh they're going to be doing a sweepstakes for the prototype uh boba fett which I am almost 100% positive I have this, but they were saying that it was only given out at 2010 Toy Fair and then some other uh, Lego California's annual Star Wars days and stuff like that, Uh, Toy World in Australia. So I don't know. I could have swore I had that, but they're saying it's pretty rare as well as a giveaway of the signed visual dictionary. Um, which that visual dictionary is something I probably want. Um, now to, so we've seen the helmets, um, this, uh, DD or this DO, uh, just launched with it, which is kind of in that collector series. Um, but of course this is my favorite thing about May the 4th. Ah, yeah. The mini diorama build. This thing looks great. Again, an A-Wing, I'm not too excited about that, but we've gotten most of the other ships and good dioramas. Um, this thing is given away uh, for a $75 purchase or more. Um, so I always, I love these things so much that I I just figure out some way to spend 75 bucks in Star Wars products on May the 4th. Uh, this year, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to do the uh, Stormtrooper helmet. I'm going to test these suckers out and see if I like them. I, I saw them in the store for the first time today, actually. And uh, some good heft to them. You know, it's it's about 700 pieces on them. Oh, look, they definitely... Um... I mean, a, a lot of people are definitely divided on whether they're good or not. Um, I reckon they look okay. Like, they'd look good just sitting on your desk or something like that, which is obviously mm-hmm. their intended purpose is a display only. So mm-hmm. for that reason, they're not too bad. Yeah, and I and, and my big thing, my big thing, just like with Transformers, is it, it's the joy of, of playing with it. And in the case of Legos, it's the joy of the build, right? Like... I we literally just got done building Grayskull. Um, um, was it this morning or no? Yesterday, we just finished it yesterday. And while that piece is amazing, oh my god, that build was so fucking boring, dude. Just walls upon walls upon walls. I mean, it. I meant to look at because it has a piece count in the back. I meant to look how many like one cylinders there were and how many one by two bricks there were because it's just walls of that 
everywhere. You know, how many and, hours <laughs> was that total build? I I think it was about fifteen to sixteen hours. How many pieces do you have left over? Also, oh, it it was actually surprising because I've had bad experience with Mega Constructs. I've had like three or four sets where pieces were missing out of them and I had to order them. That's why I was really surprised. It probably has 150 extra pieces. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah, Because Ryan from is is putting it together. And he told me he had uh, some frustrations putting that together. Yeah. It's like every, so, so I, I am normally a purist when it comes to Legos and I, I tape up the box that comes in. And I dump it out all the bags into that box and I build it like a puzzle, right? I got to hunt and peck for all the pieces. Um, this one came with 54 bags and I was just like, fuck no, I'm not going to do it. So I did it. I did it bag by bag the way they instruct, instruct you to. And so it'd be two to three bags for every big milestone in the build. And for every two to three bags, there would be. There'd be anywhere from five to 20 extra pieces left over. Wow. That's quite that's a few, it. actually. What? That's, that's, that's quite a few parts. Like, obviously, with a with a Lego set, you, you'll have, like, three or four, you know, yeah. little, little pieces left over. But to have that many, just, yeah. Yeah, and there's a couple like there's a couple unique pieces that they that they included a duplicate of, which I was really impressed. Like larger, but very unique pieces. I mean, what I want to do, there's so many left over. I want to see if I can do like a little mini gray skull that looks something like it. You know, that's how many extra pieces are left over. Jeez. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so May the 4th coming up, um, again, they do, they do double VIP points on May the 4th for Star Wars purchases. Uh, they usually discount some of the older sets too. So if there's a set like, uh, the one I'm hoping they put on sale and I'll get instead of the helmet is I want the Sith tie interceptor that weird tie with the pointy wings and the red accents on it. That oh. that's one I'm hoping they put on sale, but we shall well, see. Yeah. I was say, yeah, they do some good deals. So I have to admit. So yeah. In the past, I've usually making the most of it. So I'll, I'll be checking it out. I still, I need to get my hands on a, on a, that new UCS Falcon again. So, I might have to oh, see if they yeah. in stock or not. Last time I checked, yeah. I don't think they did, so it could be a bit tricky to find one. <laughs> and, and yeah, if you could score double VIP points on that, yeah. <laughs> um, and what you could spend them on is the first ever non-digital thing. Uh, so they, for the first time ever, they put a physical item that you can use your VIP points on besides store credit and that kind of shit but um so they have this little mini droid commander which uh looks to be r2d2 the little mouse droid and then i think this is supposed to be one of the battle bots from uh the solo movie where they have that little battle bot fight when they find lando Hmm. 
So this is kind of cool. Um, I think this equates to $13 worth of points, if I'm not mistaken. Again, I, I only ever get VIP points on May the 4th, and I only spend them on May the 4th. <laughs> like each year, I, I earn them, and then I spend them the next year because I normally buy most of my Lego stuff on sale. Um, but you can get some bag charms. I have this Star Detroit Star Destroyer bag charm on my backpack, and I love it. Um, not a land speeder fan, but hey. Um, so yeah, if you're a VIP member, take a look at uh Lego.com and they may have some new cool stuff you might be interested in. All right, third party, New Age does New Age. That's right. Every single figure that New Age puts out, they're going to put clear ones out. And we get a clear brawn and a clear outback here. So, yeah. I mean, the clear Insecticons, I could even feel a little bit because of that, you know, the scene from the 86 movie. But I don't know. I, I'm sure there's somebody out there that is like, I got to have them all, you know, and has a complete set of the clear new age figures, but I just no interest in these. I would love that brawn if it came by itself, but I don't need an outback. So, uh, so Mark with uh new collecting habits, uh, biting on this, on this new uh, legends revolution in the transformers collecting community. Uh, I, I haven't gone down the transformers hole yet, um, but I am gearing up to start checking a few things out. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. And soon you, we have been talking soon. You will be caught up on all the reissues at least. So, yeah, which is good. Um, I was looking at a few different reissues from obviously from years gone for a few figures that I want to get my hands on. Um, but it's a matter now of looking at uh, where do I go next? What do I want to look at? Do I just want to get a couple of uh, sort of big masterpiece pieces some you know, some third party items or do I just stay content with what I can find on, on shelves at the toy store? So <laughs> well, like way too much. Chinese KOs. <laughs> yeah that's a that's a he was uh he was talking about uh mp megatron and mp prime and i'm like mm-hmm. at this point just just get the ko's man you know like you'll be happy with them the the ko mp44 looks pretty good you know but plus the price difference has to be a lot yeah yeah well that's what i was telling you. i mean i paid 80 bucks for my mp megatron as opposed to the 230 or something oh. was like the cheapest I ever saw him. It's a no brainer. And I'm just like, yeah, I transformed him once and he's sitting on my shelf. Like, you know, I just, I can't fucking support Takara Tomy and their, and their pricing nowadays. It's just fucking ridiculous, dude. I mean, that, that, that Leo convoy being $185, and and those Beast Wars masterpieces are considerably smaller than regular masterpieces, and still that price point. I'm just like, yeesh. I can't. Well, what's your, I can't what's do your it. opinion on Takara Tony? 
Because I yep. have some Takara Tonys. Oh, I rock the Takara Tony all day, dude. My my G2 Sideswipe, my Wheeljack, uh, G2 Sideswipe, my regular Sideswipe, my Wheeljack, and my Bumblebee are all Takara Tony. I didn't even realize I bought Takara Tonys until I'm looking at the box and I'm like, is this a is this spelled wrong? I had no idea. <laughs> And I bought was it Frenzy and um, I bought some some of the cassettes before Walmart. Oh, like did the, the two packs. Yeah, yeah, I bought it. They came with the arms, the, like the the pile driver arms and stuff. Yeah. And I bought that before Walmart had the reissues. So when I got it. I was all excited. I'm like, I look at the box and I'm like, wait a second. I don't think this is what I thought it was. I'm still happy with them. I thought they were great for the money, but yeah, yeah. it definitely threw me off the car of Tony. <laughs> Yeah, and you may be able to get them even cheaper there in Australia since you're you're a little bit closer to to China than we are. Yeah, I'll have to. Um, I might have to go check them out. I can put them on display next to my Panamasonic TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Next up, uh, Generation Toys Magnus. So I really liked this thing as Prime. And now that it's the Great White Ape and it's the Magnus, I'm like, all right. I think they may have gotten me here. They've got that, that like dark chrome, which I really dig on stuff. I, yeah. Like I say, I really dug this when it was Prime and I just couldn't pull the trigger on it but now it's got that great it's articulation a, that's for sure yeah yeah wow. well and i and i do dig i do dig when when these companies do their own ideas you know like i don't i don't constantly want knockoffs i don't want i don't constantly want want ip infringement although this is ip infringement but I, you know this is their own design their own thing they're doing and I just think it looks dope. And now that it's one of my focus characters, not that Prime isn't, but I just get Prime burnout sometimes, you know. I've had to say I only collect Prime when it's a blue and red Prime because I got sucked into the Nemesis Prime and, you know, and the gold Prime and all this kind of shit. I had to finally draw the line. Um, Zeta puts out a metallic Bruticus, um, and this is looking really good too. So, uh, we get some upgraded stuff here, uh, upgraded combined mode headpiece with sound light effects and special detailing, um, upgraded back cannons with missile launchers, upgraded soft rubber rollable track for their uproar, which I... Assume that's the tank treads and then uh, upgraded LED headlights for the racket. And I assume that's the swindle SUV figure. Um, so this will all come as a gift set. And I've really dug this Zeta Bruticus and, and I'm not sure if I've even missed the boat on it. It just came at a time where couldn't spend four to $500 on a toy. Uh, yeah. But it looks good. Yeah. Um, you know, you get some complaints that 
it it's more realistic vehicles or or different vehicles you know swindle was a jeep now he's a humvee this helicopter is different than the original g1 helicopter but i just i'm not a huge fan of the of the metallic paints either i know i know fan fans toys does it on a lot of their stuff but but it looks amazing, you know. Does, I don't know. Doesn't like the metallics and stuff tend to like wear off a lot easier as well, though. That's what I was kind of thinking, and I don't know if this is kind of a new age of of metallic paint. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's because it, it's not chrome; it's just shiny paint. So mm-hmm. I don't know it, it, if it's just done well. Because I, my assumption is. If it did, we would hear people bitching about fans toys because fans toys, you know, does that metallic paint on quite a bit of their figures. So, well, hopefully, it, uh, if it holds, I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, I think it looks pretty good. But um, my my always thing was with the chromes and stuff because it tended to be a bit more brittle and wear a bit quicker. It's like when you're spending that kind of money. You know, you don't want the paint falling off after a few months or so, you know? <laughs> yeah, shit, yeah. That's that's for sure. And and Zeta's untested with that, with that, you know, metallic paint too, you know? At least Fan's Toy sounds like it's been tested and, and been fine. I oh, just want to comment. I just want to <laughs> comment on this, this San Diego Comic-Con Soundwave with four tapes. This thing used to go for like two hundred dollars, <laughs> and and I think the reissues has just killed the market on that because it comes with four different tapes. It's the original G one mold. Anywho, um, <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, moving right along here, we get a store report. Walmarts are clearancing Jabba's Palace. People are finding this thing for as low as 13 bucks. And then you yeah. have douchebags like this that, hey, look, I just bought 10 of them. This is what uh, I really can't stand about Walmart. This is why me and Walmart don't get along. It goes from an item you can't find anywhere to then they finally make it available and you're willing to pay full retail. And then they stick it up your ass and they blow it out on clearance and every store's got tons of them. Yeah. Nah, like that $80 the TIE Fighter, they can also stick that up their ass. Yeah, yeah, because I almost bought that. I saw it on clearance for 30 bucks, and I was so close, but they still had like 20 of them. And I was like, no, I'll just wait. And then, of course, it was like, I guess that was like the magic price point because they were just gone. Yeah, the that time they I was there. down even more, and it's some guy yeah. like this going to the bars. Yeah, because this is crazy. This comes with two carded yeah. vintage collection figures that are in the main line. Like, it, if you're like me, the vintage collection, I have a complete collection of the original vintage. Like, they've put out all the prequels and and sequel trilogy on those and i don't care about those if it has a matching version from the original vintage line then i collect it and so it's got two of them it's crazy to think that last year when i was at baltimore comic-con in october this thing was going for like a hundred dollars yeah and then my wife got me two for christmas and she paid like 40 
<laughs> so it's amazing to think like just how a few months. I mean, October, it might seem like a long time ago. It was only six months ago. Yeah, that's so, exactly right. Amazing how the price, the fluctuation. That's one thing about modern toys that pisses me off. The fluctuation of the store prices like that. Well, yeah, and you just never fucking know. No. And 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 I'm such a buy, like buy it the first time I see it. And it really does seem like, man, it, it hits three months in one week. And that's when they clearance, <laughs> you know, and, like one week after the people that bought it right at the beginning can't return it anymore. That's when they all start clearancing it. But even like the Walmart Astro Train, that was $50 on eBay. I couldn't find it in stores. Then finally the price came down a little bit. I think I got it for like 37 shipped, which I was very happy with that price. Yeah. And now you're seeing great. them. I see people on eBay dumping them like $30 shipped. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that. Like I say, I I I found uh one for Mark and I at 40, and that's all I've seen. Oh yeah, so. the prices come down on that thing now. Well shit, Mark. Sorry. <laughs> that's all good, man. <laughs> um and also now people won't be able to get to this because this is uh unless you join this group it's called cassette transformers it's basically uh just like what it sounds cassette wow. enthusiasts found, finding the sound wave at 13 fucking dollars that's a steal yeah. <laughs> I would even I open it for $13. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, and you know what's funny is uh, I even, didn't because I found I two of them over here. I still, <laughs> I would, I still would open one. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, as soon as uh, mine arrived, I ripped that sucker open. I had to play with it. It's a well, cool and, and I was going to. I was going to ask uh, before when we were talking about your shipment on the way, I didn't know if you were opening these reissues that I'm sending you or not. Oh, yeah. yeah those suckers are getting opened up. Don't worry about that. Oh, nice. Well, that's good. That's what, I, I like that. That's what they're for. They're for to be played with. Okay, Hell, yeah. Peter. Well, <laughs> see, and I, so I'll tell you this much. If I, if I already have one from some other means like i already i already had i already i have a sound wave which is that sdcc one so i only bought myself a sound wave to keep carded in the reissue box Makes um sense. the the mini bots um i have all of those to open except for gears and then i bought an i bought a not an extra, but I bought a Bumblebee uh, to open because he has the G1 face on him, which the vintage didn't. So if if I don't have an opener of it, I've bought an extra one. But I bought the Devastator gift set, and it's not getting opened because I bought the I bought the Takara reissue from like six years ago or something. But. So yeah, at thirteen bucks, yes, I will get one just for the fuck of it because because <laughs> that's what I pay for a fucking Star Wars three and three quarters. Yeah, picture. that's an incredible <laughs> price. So, oh man, but again, not doing toy runs, and I go to my one Walmart for my pseudo essential shopping, my my ramen and bread, you know that kind of shit, and then I go check the toy aisle. 
but our mine doesn't. I mean, shit. Mine only has mine literally only has one boy toy aisle now. It has one boy toy aisle. It has one aisle shares Legos and board games. Then there's a girl aisle, and then there's a like toddler aisle, and that's it. My my Walmart has four aisles, and that's it. So fuck my Walmart. <laughs> so much so much for them adding aisles after Toys R Us closed, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine did. We're gonna expand it by twenty five percent. Um, let's see, 40th, uh, Empire Strike Back in caps at Target. So we talked about last week that, uh, Walmart had gotten their in caps in. And I didn't realize there's a, that is the wave three of the Black Series, which has, uh, Kylo Ren's, what do they call them? The Knights of Ren Black Series figure. And I, I do want that. They're, they're, they were kind of a Captain Phasma in the latest movie. Spoilers. Um, but uh, I still want one. But here's what Target's looks like. And uh, mine had three of these black, uh, three of the TIE Fighter pilot helmets, two Stormtroopers, one DO, like a hat, a lunchbox and a glass, like all these Funkos were gone. All of the Boba Fett's were gone. All, of course, all of the, the carded black series were gone. Like the one I went to today was like completely cleaned out. Hi. I almost want to shed a tear. I haven't been in target in weeks and there's nobody this is my favorite hey jessica and hey. nobody's wearing it and you don't see people wearing masks. Hello. yeah social distancing babe six feet bro <laughs> <If only. laughs> feels weird seeing a target without anybody wearing a gas yes. mask in there <laughs> cheers baby <laughs> yeah um yeah i it the Target was one of the better stores I've gone to because I kind of make a mental note of everywhere I go to, like what percentage of people are wearing masks. And this Target I went to, most of the people were wearing masks. You must have went to the fancy Target. You went to Target then. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I shop, Target. <laughs> and then speaking of Target, it's doing... Uh, so it wouldn't be a buffet. Yeah, so it'd be a reset. Target is doing a reset here. Um, so starting next week, they're going to be resetting. And this is, of course, from a Star Wars site. So they have kind of the in on that. Um, but it looks like all the black, old Black Series 6-inch and Vintage Collection are going away. The DPCIs, at least, there. And they're going to make two new assortments. Um so this sucks for returners like me because that means I can't buy and return older figures, buy newer figures and return older <laughs> figures. But hey, so so is the life of a a uh, retail fraud just, <laughs> person. Just, just go to Canada and do it. <laughs> um, but uh looks like uh the probe droid, so the the new deluxe black series probe droid is gonna get a permanent spot in the aisle. I still have not seen that 
in person anywhere. There's been sightings, but I've never seen it. Um, Empire Strikes Back, it looks like that 40th anniversary line. And I think this is probably both for Walmart and Target is just going to be like the end cap and then it's done. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a ton of reorders on those. So just like the original, the, the 12 back line, I think that's going to jump up in price real quick on that secondary market. And then the stupid Moloch that I I saw him as low as 15 bucks. Really cool looking figure. I just can't, it just, I have no place for it. I don't care about it that much. It, it'll still be part of the reset. They're, they're unwilling to give up on that exclusive. Now, now Mark, so we get all these exclusives here between Target and Walmart and that kind of stuff. I mean, if you just had to give us a rough number, I mean, how how many of these exclusives do you see down there? Do you see 90% of them? Do you see 50% of them? Do you see 10% of these? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't see any of them, but I don't go hunting on a regular basis either. Like I'll, I'll flick through a, a target down here maybe, you know, once every month or so. Um, okay. and most of, most of the shopping that I do, to be honest with you, is all online anyway, because of the fact that a, I don't want to get up at, you know, seven o'clock in the morning to be down there before all the collectors <laughs> get in there. Um, I, I, I've watched the behavior of some of these people and I just, uh, nah, just I, I look at what these guys do. <laughs> no, no. And it's so the, just the general attitude of them and the way they, the way they are, even when, if there's kids there as well, you know, you, you literally watch them shoving people out of the way. And I just don't have time for that. Like if I find something in the, in the store, great, but nine times out of 10 now, most of my shopping I do online. So now, so outside of being able to find them, um, uh, so you have targets down there. It, it sounded like, right? Uh, yes, we do. Yeah. And do you have Walmarts but, as well? No Walmarts. So the, the, the big big stores, W isn't we big, do w have big W the same w, as Walmart. Yeah. And what about pop culture? I heard like from John Vanover from, uh, action figure blues. I hear those guys from Australia always talk about that pop culture store. There's, there are ones there. There's, uh, again, where I am, uh, we've got a place called uh, Zing, which is an offshoot of um, oh, EB Games. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that that would be a place. But, again, the ones that are sort of close to me are 90% pop vinyl figures and high-end statues and stuff. Like, there's not – where I am, not a lot of other things there. They do get stuff through occasionally, but the pricing on it is ridiculous. Yeah, so kind I mean, of like, like your even, FYE, I assume. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess yeah. So I mean, if you go into like a, a Target down here or, or a Kmart or a Big W, if you're looking for those new Transformers and stuff, they're, they're like eighty dollars. So, well, I guess the exchange rate probably doesn't help either. Oh, at the moment, I probably wouldn't know. I mean, it's yeah, it's ridiculous at the moment. But again, like I can find a lot of stuff online cheaper. Even with shipping, sometimes it, in some cases, it's cheaper to get out of the states than it is to buy it off a shelf sitting here. Wow! You know, like I've seen, I've seen stuff um, here sitting on a shelf for like you know, 
$200 and then I can buy it online and ship it for, you know, 170 So I'm only a few bucks cheaper, but it's still a few bucks cheaper Yeah, for lack up. of inconvenience. Yeah, and I could definitely see I could definitely see that being the case, you know, where I would just do the hunt. I mean, do you have do you have any anything like so we have BBTS and TF Source where they do these uh they do these like stacking shit or or pile of loot like where you can keep ordering and then they'll ship you one big box kind of like what we've been doing, right? Like a shit comes out, I get it for you and then Granted, that one big box is ridiculous, like $120 <laughs> to ship to you. But do you have any any like access to collectible stores like that or anything? Um, look, again, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because, again, as my, um, <laughs> as my Instagram thing is, I am definitely the no idea collector. I go to places that I know. Um, so, for instance, yeah, online you know, big bad toy store, places like that. Yes, that does help having that pile of loot because it does make it a little easier to get things. Um, actually, uh, Rock put me to a site to get the um, uh, Ghostbusters figures, which I've uh, I've pre-ordered through them. I've never used that site before, but shipping was really cheap. And that place so, from the UK, isn't it? That that yeah, website. Yeah. yeah, it was from the UK. I think shipping worked out for all six figures was like ten dollars or fifteen dollars altogether. Yeah, because I right. knew even if I found those figures for you at cost, those are big carded figures. If you get them mailed to you nicely, oh my god, I couldn't mm. imagine what it would cost me to ship them to you. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I just sent them a box, and granted, it it it's a it's a good size, it's a good amount of figures. Like you distribute it over it, but like like even. American retail is about $500 worth of stuff and the shipping was 120 bucks. So he's literally paying over 20% just in shipping, you know, so. And what about like a GST when he gets it? Does he have to pay, do you have to pay any kind of tax on it, Mark? Imports or duty? Um, look, you at, said at duty. this stage, <laughs> <laughs> at, uh, at this stage, I haven't had to pay any extra once things have come in. Um, but again, that stuff changes all the time. So like the last, the last box that Jason sent me actually had a sticker on it to say that it was opened at customs. So, um, but there was no other additional charges or costs involved. So it was delivered and yeah. Do you have to mark so, it as a gift or do you write, cause obviously they check it. I, I mark it as a gift, but I declare, but I declare the value. Like the last box I sent him was uh, $300 and this one was $500. I declared that value. So fingers crossed that I didn't fuck you up. I put it, you know, you, you just never know. Maybe four ninety nine and below <laughs> is, is tax free. And then I mark something as 500 and they're going to hit you with 20 more percent or something. Well, I guess we'll, we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be there this week. So, oh, I hope so. Nice little, nice little box, of, a box of goodness coming. So, I've got, I've got a few parcels coming through. So, so um, it's going to be a good couple of weeks, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, online hot toys, Mando Scout and bike. So you can uh, get just the Scout Trooper or you can get the uh, Scout Trooper with the bike, which is uh, 
uh kind of the the snow deco i call it this came with the uh bmf uh i guess it wouldn't be a bmf it'd be a bat the big atat um came with like this snow decoed uh speeder um that looks but, incredible yeah i just oh. so i got the remnant stormtrooper and granted it's the three and three quarter one the the dirt deco on it is awful and and i've just kind of realized like and and I shouldn't say I just realized. I, I've always kind of known. I don't like realistic, like, used deco, you know? Like, when I buy a Stormtrooper, I want him to be pristine white. And same thing goes with this. Now, again, this is supposed to be, like, some, you know, like, long-ago used, you know, trooper armor and that kind of shit, but... Looks amazing. I don't yeah. have any sideshow. I'm afraid to go down that road because, you know, I'll I'll just go absolutely broke. But wow, <laughs> it looks it looks incredible. Yeah, I love it. Wow, the child looks great here that you get with it. Yeah, my mind's blown right now looking at that. Oh, it's definitely an impressive piece. That's for sure. Yeah, and again, this is like. Man, scout troopers and speeder bikes are like my, I would say, outside of like Tauntauns and Wampas, like this is probably my second most favorite thing in the Star Wars universe is, is speeder bikes and scout troopers. And I still just, nope, not. Yeah, the detail. And, and I got my oh. stimulus check. I got my stimulus check already. And I'm like, <laughs> it's burning like, Ooh, I, I could. I could. <laughs> Maybe buy two then. You can't just get one. And you're recreating that scene. There's two of them. Yeah, exactly. So they and you still have you still have money left over. <laughs> yeah. The Miss McFavor and I were were nice. Uh, so normally Mackenzie gets a hundred bucks from her grandpa, uh, my my stepdad or my ex stepdad. My mom passed away, so I I just consider him my dad and her grandpa. Um, so he gives her a hundred bucks every birthday and every Christmas. This is for a seven year old, you know, kid. So. Uh, we used to take all of it, but 20 and put it in a college fund for her. So then we kind of felt bad. And so we said, okay, you get five bucks for every year you're alive. So this year she gets 35 bucks of that money. Next year she'll get 40 bucks of that money. So she's never gotten a hundred dollars again. And we're talking a seven-year-old. I, I can't remember the first time I got a hundred dollars to myself, but that's what we did. Since we got the stimulus, we're like, here you go. Here's a hundred dollars. You can spend yep. this however you want. You can blow it all on one thing. You can buy an LOL house or, you know, whatever, or you can save it and be able to buy what you want throughout the year. And she's done really good. She's bought one thing so far in the last week since we got it. All right, hold up a second. You what a beak. You gave her a hundred of the five hundred. <laughs> did she say, Hey pops, what about the other four bills? That I we got we, we didn't tell her about that. That 
the that two that four hundred gets split across me and Mrs. McFavorite ah, for having to put up with schooling her for two months. <laughs> you know, my sons, are, my sons are the same thing to me. I give him twenty five dollars a week allowance, but I hate to say it, he does nothing to earn the twenty five dollars a week. Oh and, God, she and will you, not get an allowance until she is like checking off chores on a chore board but anyway sorry yeah because i used to do like on friday we used to go get pizza we'd go get to go to target or go to toys r us he'd pick out a lego set or gi joe back when that was you know in that age group but now when he's just buying online video games we just get him like a steam card but his allowance just builds up and builds up and builds up he doesn't buy anything my idea of the allowance was once i start giving him his own money he'll not piss it away as much on on things and he's been pretty good with it. So hopefully she'll uh she'll be pretty wise with the money as well. She does good. She saves her money like like uh we gave her third so at Christmas she was she was seven years old so she got thirty five bucks. She still had twenty of that what is it five months later. Wow. So that's great. Yeah. No she does she does good and and it's crazy because, you know, Dad, I'm like, oh, what about this? What about that? And she's like, no, I'm going to save my money. So I I just, I, we were both really interested in to see what she did if we we're just like, here's a hundred bucks, you know? And, yeah, and my even... son would do that too. He'd be like, are you paying for it with your money or you yeah. for my money? <laughs> yeah. If it's your money, I'll get it. But if it's my money, I'll wait. Dude, we will we'll go to McDonald's because because uh I we don't eat too much at McDonald's. Jessica won't eat at McDonald's at all. I I still get something every once in a while, but she loves happy meals. So when we get a good dinner, she would rather have a happy meal. So we, we go and get that and she'll do that exact same thing. She's like, now am I paying for my happy meal or are you paying for it? I got the $4. That was, we're good. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the $8 for a kid's meal at Texas Roadhouse, you know? All right. Um, Siege two packs restocking. So this is kind of important to me because, uh, you know me, I, I got to collect these cassettes. So I never saw this rat bat and I'm going to call him frenzy. Cause that's how I see him. Um, I never got this uh, rat bat or frenzy uh, two pack. And, uh, and so I had started looking at the secondary market. And again, this is a $10 pack. It goes for 20 bucks right now on the secondary market. So not ridiculous, but I just fucking cannot pay over retail. Um, but it looks like uh, Entertainment Earth is getting these in, both on their site and on the wholesale site. Again, I don't want to buy. I don't want to buy eight packs of these with my wholesale account. But uh, hopefully, that means they'll be showing up on BBTS or TF Source, some of the other people that buy from Entertainment Earth on a regular basis. So if you're in the same boat as me wanting to get these siege cassettes and haven't seen them, hopefully they'll be showing up on online retailers for, you know, less than fucking secondary market prices. 
Um, all right, we're on to what we got. Rock, what you got? All right, let me spin around for a minute. I have some good stuff. I wasn't on last week. So I got in. This is pretty cool. Uh, I love that you're pulling it off the peg. That's awesome. This is Cinder, Cinder Sword D1 Mint on Card Transformer. Uh, you know, I, I've had some time. I mean, you know, I hate to say it. I got a lot of money burned a hole in my PayPal account. And this thing <laughs> popped up and the price was pretty reasonable. The bubble's lifting just slightly. The glue's coming now uh, this is original. This ain't a China yeah, this, special. Yeah, this no, they don't have this one as a KO. But, yeah, I was gonna say I've never seen a KO of it. But, but you know what? I, I paid forty five dollars for this. Nice. Loose, this figure oh, yeah. is forty five. So I was yeah, very I was happy with say. that. Now, when we're gonna talk about some good old Chinese KOs, uh, basically now I gotten so much into Transformers. This is what I'm doing. I'm I want one of each body style of vehicle. So like I want one of the Lamborghini, I want one of the race car. So I didn't have Hound, so I got a G1 KO Hound. And what what'd you pay for that if you don't mind? I got that for 47 shipped and nice. this was a steal. This one I Grimlock was uh let me try to get it without a glare. Grimlock was one of the few G1 Transformers I actually had. I got this from the same seller, and it was twenty seven ninety nine shipped. Yeah, and let me tell you, he made it in like a styrofoam coffin. What he basically <laughs> did was, because these normally come all bent and messed up, he built the styrofoam so that this went in flush, and it was kind of like an Omaha Steaks container. <laughs> yeah. And the, the this guy must have used a half a roll of tape packaging this thing up. I do have a bunch of KOs coming. I have, uh, well, there'll be spoilers, but yeah, I have a Jazz, a Blue Streak, um, Shockwave, a Mirage. I have a bunch. Wow, yeah, you're going going full-blown KO. I, I sold so many, but this is a nice vintage Ghostbuster piece. So you know how I bought Hordak Slime Pit because I wanted that sealed Motu Slime? Well, you got to get a sealed Ghostbusters slime. Oh, shit. Nice. And you know what? This is another one. Like, I tell you what, people are selling stuff on eBay. I got a deal on this. I paid $50 for this. Nice. The slime container alone, empty, sells for $45. Jesus, crazy. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me is um, the slime is... It's facing the wrong way. So I spent like a half hour trying to shake it, trying to spin it around. <laughs> but the problem is, you guys know how these Kenner bubbles are. The bubble's a little yellow, has no cracks in it. I'm afraid that if I shake it too much, I'm yeah. going to crack it. So the seller, they they were a vintage store, like an estate kind of store in California. They had multiples of these, and they had... It was like a three pack of ghost. I got outbid. I got I tried to buy a second one and I got outbid. I bid $65 and somebody else came in like 66 last second. Um but they had some they they must have somehow found a case of of these figures. But what scared me was the back is different than the other ones where they're normally shiny texture. 
for some reason, this one with the slime is a like a more paper, uh, unglossy, like texture. a matte. Yeah, yeah. But I compared it to other listings on eBay, and they match up. But that's um. Let me see. Let me look. Let me look. Yeah, that's everything for now. The other stuff's coming. The other stuff's on the slow boat. The other stuff's coming, like Speed Pack or whatever it is from uh, from China. So yeah. that'll be in the next few weeks. Oh yeah, some nice gets there, man. Yeah, that was two weeks worth. So let me double check before I look around. Yeah, yeah, that's everything. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, Mark, what about you? Did you get anything in recently that that you're especially proud of or want to talk about? I've had quite a few things coming, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So apart from the the box of goodies coming from your good self, um, I've got a few other things that are en route to me at the moment, but um, I've been on a bit of a a Lego thing of late. So I've picked up a few Star Wars sets, um, a few other little bits and pieces, some of those Speed Champion sets, the new ones that just came out, which are pretty cool. A lot of comics coming through now, finally. Now that we're not getting any new stuff, I've been hitting a lot of my um, back issue places and stuff like that and just stocking up on a few things. So um, what else? really it at the moment um i've got a few pre-orders on which is good um so obviously when they come out i'll be able to chat about those a little bit more once they're released um hey mark what about that what about that (laughs) big score of legos that you got oh yes that was um uh, obviously yourself and jason are aware of the story i had a, a guy i work with was cleaning out the house and i decided to give him a hand since you know i've got all this extra time on my hands at the moment um, and he had uh, throwing out a lot of toys, Lego stuff like that. And I said to him, I said, Oh, it's all just going in the bin. He goes, Yep, it's all going down the tip. Um, which I is the him, dump for us, Americans. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> for you guys, yeah, the dump. <laughs> um, the Irish guys used to call this skip, well, not, so I knew tip and a skip out of my finger would be similar. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, he just said, "Look, if you want it, take it." He didn't really care. Um, so I started. You know, there's just a couple of big containers, quite quite a lot more than I thought. Um, and if if the instructions are anything to go by, there's over 200 sets in there. So I've um, the last couple of weeks I've spent just um, sorting it out. So I've, I've broken down quite a bit of it. Um, still got a bit to go though. So, <laughs> but it, it ranges from. Um, there's City stuff, there's some Star Wars stuff, uh, all the Ninja Turtle sets here, except for the ones based off the movies, so it's just the animated stuff. Um, but it's yeah, fairly recent just... toys then. Oh, yeah, some of this stuff only goes back over the last five, six years, maybe seven years. Can't um, believe people are just going to leave that to throw it out. Well, look, mm. I'll be honest with you, I sort of felt a bit bad just taking it. And I said to him, look, you know, I can give you some cash for it. This was after I realized what he had. Um, and he's like, no, nah. he goes, it was all just going to go in the bin. So he goes, just, yeah. He goes, if you can do something with it, by all means. So, you know, it was good. Normally when you tell, when someone says, oh, I'm throwing this out and you say, oh, do you mind if I take it? They've gone, why? And the minute you say, oh, you know, <laughs> I like Lego or I collect it, all of a sudden now it becomes valuable. 
So different story if they say, oh, what, what do you think? And you can offer them some cash. But if they're telling you they're throwing it out, then I always look at that as, well, if you're, if you're throwing it out, you know, obviously you don't have any value in it. But all of a sudden, as soon as you say, oh, you know, I'm into Lego, I'll, I'll take it off your hands if you're going to throw it out. Oh, okay, you can have it for 300 bucks. So all of a sudden, <laughs> well, their rubbish what? is valuable. At least it's going to a good home. We know how much of a Lego fan you are. So you know what? That, that's awesome that you got it. I'm glad you got oh, it. It's, um, yeah, there's, I mean, obviously, a lot of people probably question it, but um, it does get cleaned first. I don't just rip into things. So <laughs> none, none of that stuff just comes out of a box. It's all, it's all been through the dishwasher a couple of times. So it's all been clean, and now it's onto the fun sorting stage. I can imagine. So, which, yeah. Mark, uh, Mark hit me up with, uh, like, what do you think, you know, asking some ethical questions about that. And, uh, <laughs> I think that'll be, uh, I didn't even check. So I posted this up and then went and had a family fun day. Did anyone rock? Did you see anyone posting like discussion questions or anything? You know what? I was busy doing post. yard work in the rain today, so I yeah. really don't don't know i haven't i haven't checked to be honest with you let me let me look because because if not i think that's a i think that's a great discussion topic you know because uh you know mark poised that to me as kind of an ethical question what do you do he went there helping a friend out of the goodness of his heart like help this guy clean out his house and 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 go drop stuff off at the drop stuff off at the dump and that kind of stuff and it just happened to be that he was throwing away some of the stuff and I'm right there with you Mark like is as soon as you say oh I'm a Star Wars fan and they say oh is this worth anything you know and it's yeah. kind of like what you know it wasn't worth anything to you two minutes ago, was it? You know, you just wanted me to throw it away. And it's kind of that weird thing of there's lots of times where I've helped people out cleaning out their house. And, and I think the even worse part of it, the even the, the like inverse and worse side of this is when people want to, call you over to help them to try to figure out, you know, if, if any of their junk is worth any money, you know, like, Oh, you're a, you're a, you're a pop culture guy is, is any of this shit and all these dusty boxes worth any money. And, and I don't mind helping people out, but I don't want to fucking spend a day going through your, I mean, it's like Taco Bell cups and Happy Meal toys, <laughs> you know, like, and yeah, power the four Star Wars figures. Course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's got to be worth thousands. Course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my so, my but, typical response when I get those questions is it's only worth what someone wants to pay for it. And if you want to chuck it up, like I'll, I'll give them some like i'll just tell them you know if you're gonna sell it just do it all as one thing don't break everything up and just you know if it's not if, if it's been sitting there for so long or you're not sure what it's worth if you get five bucks you've come out in front haven't you so yeah. you know I, I i typically if they've got like a lot of different stuff i'll just say bundle everything together chuck it up on ebay see how you go yeah i mean my my main thing is is uh and luckily I haven't had to get to this point yet, but I'm almost there 
is fucking put shit up on eBay for 99 cents. Put a good mm-hmm. put a good title on it. Fuck the description. No one searches descriptions anymore. You know, put a good title on it. And if it's worth something, you'll get bids. And if not, you know, you don't put 99 cents in free shipping or you're going to lose fucking money. You put 99 cents and whatever the shipping is. And then if people fucking want it, then, hey, you, you made some money. If they don't, it's going to cost you 70, you know, you're going to get 75 cents to have to box all this shit up and send it to somebody, you know. See, my eBay philosophy is a complete opposite. I refuse to do auctions anymore. All my <laughs> stuff is buy it now with an offer. But if you lowball me, I will block you. I just, or I'll argue with you. I cannot stand lowballers. I've had to go back in and change all my, because eBay automatically, if you put it up for $30, they want to do a, a best offer above 15 So I have to automatically go back and change it to maybe like 20 But I can't stand if you put up an auction for $0.99 cents and you get like two bids, people that are interested, and then at the end, maybe they'll bid up. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that anymore. I'm a buy-it-now-only kind of guy. Yeah, and and I literally uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Buy it now, and I set my auto decline yeah, to what I to. want. So yeah. so I just don't even. And it's crazy to go in there and be like, you've had thirty seven offers, you know, for for fucking something. And and I'll take I'll take twenty percent less than what I posted it for. Yeah. But, Thirty seven mm-hmm. offers for more than twenty percent less than what you posted. For. Well, that's why I noticed everybody starts off at fifty percent now. They yeah. start there. Yeah, it's like, fuck you. I'm not giving it away. I'm not desperate. I'm not. I'm not living in in a Maytag refrigerator box. I'm selling shit because I'm not putting it up on my display. I'm not giving it away because I can't pay my bills this month. So that's the different. That's the part of eBay where I'm kind of. I, I've separated myself now. Where. Yeah, the the best offer is I have to now. I hate having to go back and change everything, but that's what I've, I've been doing. But you're selling some good shit. Like I have, I have Black Series figures at like ten bucks on my Facebook page that won't sell. So right. what do you do with those? You know, yeah. Like, well, I, like I, don't I just fucking sold, want them anymore. I just sold that race dance Ghostbuster figures men on card. I sold it best offer for two forty nine. I sold one a month and a half before for three thirty nine. Like, yeah. how did I? I could not sell it for two seventy nine. A few, not even two months later, I happened to get lucky and get one really cheap. So I put it back up there and make a few dollars on it. But I could not believe how the market has changed within six weeks. That something I got three thirty nine, I could barely get two forty nine for. Well, it's just it's people like me man like i don't give a fuck if it's a ko a reissue or a vintage it all looks the same on my fucking shelf a reissue looks even better because it's clean and a perfect bubble and oh and that's the worst part the one i sold for 249 was in better condition than the one i sold for 339 (laughs) there's no rhyme or reason but i guess right now it's different i i know two different things i see people buying it for my full buy it now when they're not even trying to offer because people got their flush with stimulus cash and they're probably working. <laughs> and I do get people negotiate a little bit, but I, I do appreciate when people buy it now and they don't even try it. And I have a best offer because I'm beginning a lot of people doing that lately. Yeah. Well, I, just, I sold, 
I think seven hundred dollars worth of GI Joes in the last couple of weeks. Nice. So people are buying those movie figures. I've just been fucking mad busy. I need to. I need to pay some more attention to my uh, to my sell list and add some shit there. Um, as far as what I got in, um, what's today's date? It's, it's crazy that it's only been a week since we recorded one of these. Oh, you guys recorded Monday. That's right. Yeah. I got stuck uh, working late Monday. Yeah. Boo. Boo rock. Notice uh, it's been raining so much, so we try to stay out late when it's sunny. Got to make hay, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I got the uh, Black Series Sith Jump Trooper. That was part of the... Uh, oh, shit. I think I even talked about that on the last it one. It was from the uh, end cap. Yeah. Yeah, from the yep. end cap when I got the... The, re- the retro collection and the whole uh, TSEB, um, TESB uh, uh, carded Black Series figures. Um, something I did get in the mail uh, from uh, uh, past host and friend, uh, Mike Lyons, a swage for you that are in the know. Uh, he sent me a bunch of non-neff weapons. So the the big thing I wanted was uh, the weapons for all of the legends clone. Well, they're not legends, anyways. The clone figures, uh, the Autobot and Decepticon clones. So that was the big thing I was after. But we also did. Uh, uh, he put out a set for just legends figures. So there's like the cannon for Braun, there's the gun for Bumblebee, and then we couldn't figure out what the other gun was for. But um, and and I really dug those, even though there was there's some discoloring with age. It looks like the it looks like they're glued together. So. Uh, he he does these 3D parts, but they're actually produced by a factory. So they're like ABS plastic. And when they glued them together, you can see some discoloration. Probably nothing I can't take off with uh, some magic eraser and a little bit of elbow grease. And he gave me a great deal. But um, I was so happy with those. I ordered uh, some of the sets that Non-Neff has on his site right now and here let me uh we can actually take a look at these let me set this up here and do a quick search so i got the uh nightbird set um oh yeah it's new stuff this wasn't here previously i got the nightbird set and the g2 sideswipe set so um Let's uh let's start off with the bad. So this Nightbird set, this is the full set, which is actually uh oh, it is only eight bucks. Um, so it comes with uh is there a way to blow this up? Can I get this any bigger? No, I guess not. Uh this comes with essentially her lightsaber, her size. A uh, nunchucks and two throwing stars. Here, yeah, this is probably a better picture of it. And then includes these five pe- five millimeter peg adapters, so you can put this stuff in there. Um, 
nunchucks were great. Uh, everything holding it is great. What drives me absolutely insane is these whole, uh, these little like pegs that he made to hold the accessories, like on the forearms and on the back. The fucking tolerances are all fucked up, and it can barely, you know, barely fit in there. Um, I've I've had to shove them in to kind of I kind of set mine up the same way he has his here. Wish I could make this bigger, but you can see the size on the forearms and stuff. His shit worked in her hands fine, but his shit did not work with its with his other stuff like hardly at all like it's it's barely shoved in there so i i I got a little pissed off at that so then next i did the uh next i started playing with the g2 sideswipe so this was part of the amazon exclusive um set of figures and here's everything it comes with so you get the bandolier big swords you get the spike tires on the shoulders and then you get the engine guns now this everything fit perfect now there's only two things that have to play with one another here um the spike tires and the gun and it's and it's little holder but those fit perfect um the bandolier worked really well for what it was you know, just pegs into a peg on his shoulder and then wraps around his waist. So I don't know, like mixed emotions, like the, the guns that I got from Swage were great, except for, you know, a little bit of discoloration on the glue points. The, the Blackbird set was great in her hands, but anytime you had to use his, the pegs, nothing really fit. And then this set was great. So kind of a mixed bag, but it was fun. Nightbird, I, I've loved Nightbird from when I first saw her as a kid. I have every night, I talked about it on the last show, I have every Nightbird except for the fucking Iron Factory one. I've put a search out on eBay. There's no like, there's no listing, sold listings or anything like that. So that one may be a lost cause, but so if you're watching in this nightbird set is an easy pass unless you're literally just going to jam all that stuff in it in her and never touch her again but uh the g2 side swipe was a really good set it started getting a little sexual you're like he's trying to i can't jam that shit in her it's too big i was like whoa we're talking about transformers or something else right now <laughs> and i did it late night in my bed <laughs> whoa. his shit was so big it wouldn't fit in her hand and i was like whoa <laughs> i think i like two this was good when youtube comes in he'd be like two-handed <laughs> oh now we're gonna get pulled from youtube <laughs> that's what I like with the visual podcast now now you can make those jokes visually as well <laughs> next is going to be like this like the full measure with the four I'll be like whoa <laughs> but yeah doing, uh, doing this weekly without with the coronavirus yeah, and I, you know last week I probably bought $300 worth of stuff 
this week was twenty dollars worth of stuff. So well, you kind of need to balance it out. I mean, you really can't spend three hundred <laughs> bucks every week. You know, it's kind of feast or famine sometimes. <laughs> I I got my uh, stimulus check, so bring bring it on. I, I'm now looking at doing the three pack for the Spawn Kickstarter. That that Spawn Kickstarter, man, woo! It's yeah, just hit two million dollars now. I'm just like Jesus Christ. Yeah, my buddy Travis, he just bought all three. He bought all three. He only wants the artist one. Oh, he's really? like, yeah, his idea is he wants to sell the other two. But now he's kind of worried that it's sold so many of them that so many people are getting in on the Kickstarter that maybe he's he's a little bit worried that he's not might not be able to sell them down the road. Yeah. Yeah, especially because now he's released all these weird like and I get it, it's dope the way he's doing it. It's dope that uh, he's making sure that the money goes into the Kickstarter instead of the backer kit. But yeah, he released like 12 different pledge levels. Like you want a trilogy pack plus one classic, a trilogy pack plus two classics, you know, like he, he did this really weird, like tiered system. And I'm just like, what what other companies have done before and small independent companies was like, hey, here's what they're going to cost in the backer kit. Pay for them now so we can unlock goals during the Kickstarter. But, you know, say you wanted one figure, they're like, pay for three figures now. And then when the backer kit comes along, that's just how many, how much extra funds you'll have to apply to extra purchases. He's trying to develop every possible like combination that somebody might want to buy, you know, like, oh, a three pack and one artist or or two classic and one modern and all these like weird combinations. But I still can't believe he paid a million dollars that Mark McGuire. 70th <laughs> home run ball. And anything's probably God knows what's worth now. But what drove me nuts is that he's charging like $40 for his signature, for a signature plate to go with. Like you can get a regular figure for 40 or get one with a signature plate for 80 Right when he bought that Mike, Mark McGuire ball, we were out in, in Arizona and we went to his stores. He has like, or at least at the time, this was, Jesus, 15 years ago or whatever it was, 12 years ago. When those sports figures were huge, right? Yeah, and he has his own stores. He yeah. has his own McFarland stores. And half the shit in the stores were signed. Like, and, and it wasn't any extra or anything like that. So I think this dude just likes sitting around signing his name. And well, you know, that's kind of like Kevin Smith. I go to his comic book store. And he'll sign a ton of stuff that's in the store, but it, it's the same thing like you're saying. There's nothing. There's no overcharge. Like if it's a comic book he signed, it's a four dollar comic book still. Yeah, but it's signed by him, so you're not really overpaying. Which, but I remember when those figures came out, those those sport figures were incredible, and they had the variants and the chase, and look for the one with the other jersey and the mud variant, and oh, yeah, good times. I love those figures. <laughs> Back when I followed sports. 
All right. Well, I would say we're running a little bit long here. We talked about an hour and a half stop point. We're going to get into grab bag, but I, I would say we've had some good discussion points, right? You know, yeah. talked about exclusives down under. We've talked about KOs, <laughs> that kind of shit. Um, grab bag. This was uh, from Rock himself, Regal Robot Desk. So this is uh oh, this is actually from the real Regal Robot page. But um, so yeah, you can get these desks that look, dude. The the helmet and the light like that. And he makes them. Tom Spina Designs makes some incredible stuff, man. So this is this is it. It's something you can buy, but it's all it's custom. They say if you're interested in this, contact us. And it and it sounds like they'll kind of build it to order to whatever space you have. You were telling me here, wh- why don't you tell them about what you were telling me about and I'll get over to their page and see if we can find it. Well, basically Tom Spina is known as like a for, he got hired by Lucasfilm to go into their archives get the actual original props of the Cantina aliens and fix them. He was also uh, hired to make before, I'm not sure it was the force awakens, but they basically made 20 or a hundred full Chewbacca's that they did the mask. They redid the fur and for different premieres, those were there. And I think they were given away or something like that, but he's, he's basically known that he's been restoring all the original props from Lucas's archives he, he lives on Long Island. I met him at uh, our local Eternal Con. He was selling a table of from Empire Strikes Back when the Millennium Falcon was escaping that worm. And it's like a $6,000 table. Yeah, here's that. Here's that table. Yeah, he makes some incredible stuff. You need to have real deep pockets. But there's a lot of people in the Star Wars fandom. There's some guys that have like endless, bombless wallets. So, you know, something like this is... Uh, like one of a kind, but yeah, no, I mean, I mainly know because he's a Long Island guy and he's on another podcast that I listen to called uh, the regular Joe's podcast. And he, he makes a lot of real serious uh, Star Wars props. Yeah. And this is, so this is $6,500 for this coffee table. <laughs> and that doesn't include shipping. That's what drives me nuts about this shit. $600 shipping. And they call it white glove delivery. Includes motor freight, in-home setup, crate packaging takeaway. (laughs) In this guy, if you Google Tom Spina's basement, he has his own cantina bar down there with a bunch of the aliens. And he has a lot of the and he has a lot of the original props too. Like I know he has uh I think they're called the Rodeans. He has some like their their actual mask and the gloves and He's a real, uh, some incredible prop maker. Is this him or is this yeah. just a lack? Yeah. Yeah, that's Tom Spina. <laughs> He's really <laughs> well known this. throughout the Star Wars, uh, you know, fandom. $10,000. Shipping yeah. anywhere from 600 to to $1,000. If you have to ask about shipping, you can't afford it, basically. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he did. He does oh, electric case storage table. Oh, that's dope. Oh, it's retired. I mean, he, 
he understands that people have a budget as well. So that's why he was making those um, director chairs. And those director chairs weren't bad price-wise. Like, what, $150? That's pretty incredible. That's dope. Some fucking, I assume, some 12-inch figures in there. Yeah, for those gentle giants. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. So in case you guys ever have fuck you money, like you won Lotto, <laughs> and, you know, that's when you could buy stuff like this. Well, then, like I say, I didn't realize I wasn't sharing my screen, but now oh, you no. can see what I was talking about with the the light on the desk is the fucking Vader mask with the fucking arm. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's he, makes some, he makes some beautiful stuff, but, man, you need to have... Uh, you know, some real extra money, you know, to burn. Not just stimulus See, money. You need <laughs> <laughs> six stimulus money. Oh, man. See, and to me, this was too expensive. This $80 fucking uh, arcade one-up Star Wars stool. That's not a bad price at all. I paid really? $120 for my Pac-Man stool. Ah. my arcade yeah and this is adjustable from 22 inches to 29 inches so you can fucking adjust it i thought that was kind of cool now again i know my stool is yeah my stool's got to be about 29 inches it's pretty high up it's up to the coin door i'm revealing my local my local walmart store lotus would have a conniption um so yeah kind of cool there um i really want that star wars cabinet but still just 400 bucks for a downsized i think i'd rather pay i'd rather pay two thousand dollars for like a full-size vintage cabinet of that i don't know if you can even get those for two grand anymore but you know what you can do for like two grand i don't know if you, you get one like i got and have it modded and then have them put it in there. Do you know? know what drives me nuts? During Christmas this year, Sam's Club got a very small order of cabinets like that. All you know, it had it had it had a hundred games on it. Then you got a dongle with thirty more official games. Mm-hmm. But the dongle plugged into a USB into the cabinet. Okay. And so if you had any ROMs, you could just fucking put them on that USB oh, drive yeah. and the cabinet would recognize them. And the cabinet had the had two player, six button on both sides. Yep. It had a centipede ball. It had a uh like a uh Yars Revenge spinner wheel as well all wow. on the surface of the cabinet for 500 bucks oh my god yeah and it and people were so it was on the deal side i follow and people were like dude this is the best cabinet out there you don't have to do any modding on the inside just plug in roms it'll play super nes it'll play fucking genesis game you know all this shit right out of the box yeah, and it's incredible. I missed it. It sold out in three minutes online on Black Friday when it went up. 
three yeah. minutes that shit was sold out in. Yeah, because my cabinet, I paid, I think, 2200 for it. But I actually got to pick the cabinet. The guy took an old one, took out, put it, took out the old uh, monitor, put in a brand new LCD. He repainted nice. it, rewired it. I picked my own graphics, own color buttons, you know, yeah. everything, you know, everything top to bottom. And then, you know, new LED lights and everything. And it's still, it's heavy, but they're not like 300 pounds like they used to weigh. Mine's probably like 100 but yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah those CRTs would do it in the old school ones. Yeah, but you know what though, that's something that'd be nice for you to add. Like even though it's arcade up the the Star Wars one, I would the graphics alone on the side. Oh yeah, I, I'd want it just for my room, but I, it's hard to justify having two two arcade cabinets in this room. <laughs> <laughs> well, my big thing with the uh, Star Wars one is the handles. I want yeah, that. Yeah, it's a different I want that, one. Like, Tie fighter, like fucking handles. Mark, you got any? Uh, ha- do you have now, or have you ever had any of these uh, arcade? You know, boot not bootleg, but you know. Uh, I used to I used to have a main cabinet uh, a couple of years ago, which had a lot of the arcade games in it. Um, similar situation, you could literally just plug it in download whatever ROM you wanted and play it. Um, so a, a friend of mine made a, um, a um, oh, like a virtual pinball, which was like a, an LCD screen laid flat. So it looked like a, an actual old pinball machine. Um, but it was like, um, had like all those Zen tables and stuff. So they were like digital recreations of them, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, but at the moment, I'm just using... Um, my little Raspberry Pi for all that stuff. So <laughs> just sitting sit in front of the TV with a controller. I don't have the big cabinet and stuff. I, I'll eventually probably get another one um, once I get some space uh, sorted out and all the rest of it. But at the moment, I'm quite happy with my little Raspberry Pi. I can play whatever I feel like at the time. So makes me yeah, happy. things are great. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I've got a Raspberry Pi with RetroPie on it now. Mm-hmm. Now I got to ask you. So, Mark, you had it, and 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 obviously, Rock, you have it now. Now, now, how many hours a month do you spend standing at that cabinet, Rock? Why don't you go first? I'd say probably about four. Okay. So you know, four to six maybe a month. Game here, there, you get a hair up your ass kind of thing. You know, is I really only get to play it on on Saturdays or Sundays, and it's like if my wife's working on a Saturday, I get to come up here and I'll play around for it. But yeah, I, I mean, there's certain games I play. I play the same, even though it's got like a thousand games. I play the same twenty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I play Super Mario. I play my two wrestling games. Um, I play Russian Attack, Akari nice. Warriors. You know, I play the same games over and over again. And what about you, Mark? Did you spend a lot of time at at those when you had them? Um, well, when I had mine, because uh, I had it, uh, much like yourselves, I had it in the house in my little room. Um, I would sit on it, play. I sort of, because there were so many games, um, and I didn't want to get stuck like with Rock just playing the same you know, 10, 15 games, so I would just go through literally alphabetical and if i was in the mood to play a super Nintendo, i'd play for an hour of whatever game was next on the list just oh, to wow. play games <laughs> so but it was it was it was more because there are so many games and you know you, you get bogged down playing the same you know five six games seven games that you always played so for me it was more about just looking at something i never would have played before and just yeah to i just see played the it's, hits it's like... fun 
Yeah, I, I just I know I just play my favorites because I only play for a certain amount of time. I want to do the wrestling because I want to try to win the tag team belts by beating Demolition or beating uh, – I don't get to beat the Road Warriors in one of them. And the other one, you got to beat Andre and DiBiase. So I kind of like to oh, do nice. that. That, that. Yeah, so it's – yeah. Oh, no, I know. Oh, like I said, I've got, I've got games that I definitely keep going back to or I would go back to all the time. Um, but for me, because – that was sort of, I guess that was my thing after work. Once everyone was in bed, it was nice to sit down for an hour and just sort of take your mind off things. So, I'd, you know, I'd play a game. So, yeah, I'd just go to the next one on the list. And, you know, and again, as a result, there are games that I never would have played that I did play and probably won't play again. <laughs> and a few that I found. <laughs> um, and then, like, yeah, there were a couple there that I found that, again, were never on my radar and I played it and actually had quite a bit of fun playing it. So, you know, it makes it into sort of that rotation when I feel like sitting down for a, for a little bit to play. Nice, nice. That's a good way to do it. Um, all right, real quick, uh, two new series, uh, Cassie and Andor. So this was the uh, spy from the uh, from the Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah, so uh, we get some uh, casting there. For them, uh, interesting. We've got the actress. Oh, oh, I'm not sharing my screen. God damn it. Gotta learn how to switch back and forth here. We get the actress that played uh, Mon Mothma here. Um, and these other ones, again, I'm really bad at this. I don't ever look at this. It looks like uh, um, Stellan Skarsgård, which is. This guy, I assume that's uh, what's his name, Skarsgård's son, Pirates of the Caribbean and Goodwill Hunting. Wow, that would make him pretty fucking old. Uh, and then Denise Golf from Colette and Angels in America, and I never watched that. Same thing, uh, Kyle. Oh, maybe this is Kyle Solar from The Titan and Anna Karenina. But anyways, if any of those names mean anything to you they're going to be in the new cassian andor series and then we get an unknown series that's going to be on uh disney plus here uh this one's kind of cool uh i don't know if either of you guys watched russian doll on netflix no 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 i haven't seen that one yet it's uh the chick she always plays kind of like a gruff, like down to earth chick and chick flicks. Um, but anyways, it's it's a it's a time travel kind of thing. But anyways, um, this one's kind of interesting that it's going to be a female focused series um, that happens in an alternate timeline. Um, so. Uh, kind of cool to uh get something different they're they're conjecturing here uh it says uh one thing that is more or less certain is the fact that the characters will probably be all new original creations thus it won't be a dr afra or ahsoka series but a new timeline premise so hmm. Just excited that we're fucking, you know, whether they're good or bad, I don't give a shit. You know, the Mandalorian, I went in with super low expectations and was kind of blown away. So if it's anything like it, I'm all for it. 
um idw furloughs a bunch of people so idw's uh responsible for all the current uh, transformers titles and gi joe titles uh i do a discount comic book service which i learned about through star joe's uh great comic book service um especially in in these times when you may not want to go to a comic book store um but i haven't heard of a lot of delays they they tend to give me announcements of when this is going to be delayed or that's going to be delayed but uh maybe this furlough is going to uh impact that but if you um just oh sorry just quickly on that dcb service one i i've used that one myself oh Um, wow nice but there was a uh, one of the other podcasts i listened to uh, 11 o'clock comics they actually interviewed the lady who runs it and they talked about the shipping issues how they're getting around it what they're doing so if there is anyone interested in that side of things uh, it's definitely a good little inside look at um, how they're handling the situation at the moment um a lot of companies like diamond and all that i believe are uh, aren't shipping out, but they're working on ways around that to get comics out when they can, uh, with hopefully not too many delays, but there are some delays coming. But Diamond is looking to start shipping next month in, yes. in the mid, mid-May or a third week of May, something like that. So hopefully our yeah, comic there's... books won't be delayed too long. Cause <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a humongous fan of DCBS. You cannot beat their service. Oh, look, I've been, I've been using them for... Be, I was using them for over 10 years. I, I stopped for a little oh, while. Um, and then I I got back into it um, probably in the last 12 months. I started, obviously, getting them through there again. And, again, I do have comic shops near me um, that are not overly inconvenient to get to. Um, but, I mean, cost-wise, doesn't really work out any cheaper or whatever doing either way um i just find that being able to do it directly through them i can get some of the exclusive stuff that we don't see here yeah i mean covers and stuff yeah yeah i i always do standard covers but if you're that guy i mean that's the awesome thing (laughs) is that and not saying that negatively but if you're that guy that wants to pick and choose from your covers that is an awesome feature of that that they offer them up all at the same discount and everything well the other thing is too like i am again buying through them i can get my stuff i know i'm going to get it and i've noticed in particular in the last probably i don't know six to twelve months um, a lot more people are buying comics here for the investment purpose side of it, they're all speculating on what's going to be a hot comic to, to turn it around. And I've had stuff hit the shelves, um, like again on a Wednesday, and they're automatically at fifty dollars instead of the retail price of you know like eight or nine dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. Because oh my again, god. It, it becomes a hot issue, and they give them out to the people that pre-order through the stores, and then all of a sudden they'll have a handful that they'll put out. But they yeah they they've jacked the prices right up so. This way it ensures that I can get the comics that I read because I don't buy for um, that that, uh, that investment side of it. I buy it because I read my comics. I enjoy reading them. That's, you know, that's why I buy them. Um, and then they all get bagged up and, and, and put away. But, um, you know, it, it just sucks that, again, it's like the toy collecting. It just sucks that I can't get something that I'm getting on a, on a monthly basis 
um, because people have gone in there and bought up, you know, all the copies that they've got because they think it's going to be worth a million dollars in a week. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I play, <laughs> this may make you feel bad, but I pay a $7 flat rate shipping from them. It's incredible. What, what do you, what do you pay to one? Is it a flat rate? And two, what do you pay to get it all um, the way down to Australia? Look, it does vary depending on, on the month, because there are some issues that I get that don't come out every month. Okay. Um, but the shipping isn't really all that expensive. It, it can work out to anywhere from 20 to maybe $40 Australian. Okay. That well, is. well, how often do you get your DCBS? Cause I only, I only get like 13 to 15 comic books a month. So I only do oh. once a month shipping. I, I do once a month again, cause it's just a bit easier. Um, right. but well, I'll put it to you this way for this month. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I get about eight or nine comics, just to put this in perspective. Right, Again, so I, I don't read 40 my, a month. 40 a month. Good lord. My, my my standard order is 40 a month, and that's not taking into account if there's any um that's the 40 issues. Um I don't typically buy multiple covers. I usually pick which one I like the most, but Recently, there was a short run of Ninja Turtles and Power Ranger comics and um, where they were teaming up, and I really loved having the four Turtle comics, and they're all holding a different colored Power Ranger helmet. So uh. for, the, for the limited <laughs> run of that, I bought all four of them. <laughs> so, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. If I can make I mean, a recommendation so, for, for comic books, Terminator versus Transformers number one. Yeah, got it. Oh. Love it. Really? Great issue. Oh, yeah. I it. it seemed too cheesy. Oh, no. It is. I thought it's it was going to be. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I'll have to do the trade. I'll be a, a trade I leader. Went, I went into that with really, really low expectations and was surprised at actually how much fun it was. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed that issue. <laughs> it's an odd mashup, but it works. Oh yeah, it definitely does. I like I said, it was it was a it was a surprise. I was I, again, I went into it thinking, oh, it's just going to be you know boring. It's going to be crap. It's going to be horrible. But it was actually it was good fun. I wouldn't say it was like a, a top ten comic of any sort, but for something for a bit of fun, definitely get it. Yeah, exactly. Something different because it was everybody probably thought it was going to be. The, the T-800 is going to join up with the Decepticons, and then Sarah yeah. Connor is going to join with the Autobots, and it's not that. So no, not at all. Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. No, 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 no. That's what I thought. <laughs> no, that's what most people thought. So it's a good issue. And and the covers, the variant covers on that were really good, too. I'm mm. actually going to go on eBay and probably pick up a different cover. I liked it that much. All right. Lastly, for you uh, people still watching, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power on Netflix, the season, the season five and last season uh, teaser clip is up in images. Again, openyourtoys.com. Check out the show notes if you want to look at that. I didn't look at it. I just put the link there because I'm not caught up because I can't get my seven-year-old daughter to watch this thing that's targeted, like, directly at her <laughs> age group, unfortunately. She had, she had amazing fun building Castle Grayskull. Now, that's because I gave her one as a kid for a play set. 
And so mm-hmm. she had like a stripped down vintage one. So she's amazed to see like the elevator working and that, you know, there was a trap door and stuff, but I cannot get her to watch that someday, someday. I'm hoping I, I keep trying like each year, each year I'd go back and I say, okay, let's watch an episode of Clone Wars. Let's watch an episode of She-Ra. Let's watch an episode of this. And she just doesn't get into it. But all right, we're way past our, our, our hour and a half cut off. Rock can put on his uh, his his American <laughs> Lutra Libre bowl mask. Yeah, Mark didn't get to see this. I think he took it off before he joined the cast. Oh, no, I'm just putting this on because I'm going food shopping later. Oh. That's <laughs> right, I'm in New York, so we got to wear a mask covering. So I'm ready to go food shopping. Yeah, that I'm going to wear my Michael Myers mask. <laughs> all right about those well thank you rock thank you mark for being on uh hopefully we we can get mark on a couple more times before uh before the coronavirus is completely cleared up down under and he's got to start working again um but we'll see you motherfuckers sooner rather than later peace peace (laughs) Lotus is going to be yelling for that one (laughs) (laughs) 